continue <laughs> just to be aware continuing to rebuild and reform and everything any, any anything special you want to share before we start with today okay more trust we know that we know that he knows what he's doing yes yeah. <laughs> yes so with that with that kind of like understanding that we always that's in in, in the back of our mind that uh, that he's he's the he, he has us in his mind and in his hand and everything uh very good okay thomas welcome also anything else anything else anthony say something No, okay. Come, come again. Okay. Uh, anybody, guys, online? Anything specific about about the builder? And he's the one who's building, and he's one. We said also, building means what? Not 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 only building, but furnishing, right? Did you furnish your apartment? Not yet. Not yet. Okay. Let's no, no, no. We'll come. So furnishing and adorning and beautifying. So it's not just building like a structure, an ugly structure from the outside, but he actually the word itself means that he is. Furnishing, taking care of the inside, decorating. And we were talking about that last week about, you know, when you build your house and then you bring in and you hire uh, interior design, and you're willing to pay whatever money just for that person to come and make sure that you are, everything is, in, you know, perfect and, and looks nice and decorated well. So that's his job. That's his job. That's what he's, he's doing. And that's what in that process also. Okay. Anything else? Uh, I thought I had Abuna if. Uh, so a builder doesn't just build the house and and, and leave it be, right? Uh, like if you know if you if you own a home, like if you're a good homeowner, right? You also maintain that, that your house um, after you've built it. And, exactly. Uh, you know that's what 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 God, um, uh, uh, you know, continues continuously does with us. You know, He never leaves. Right. He's always. So it's a very good thought, Albert. Thank you. That he's not just like he builds the house and leaves it, but he's the one like the landlord. He always comes and check on the house and make sure that uh, you know there are you know right tickets about what needs to be fixed and send it to maintenance and so forth, right? So that's what he does. Also, is is you know keeping, and we'll see actually this more and more today as we will go on with the with the with the passage of today. Thanks, Albert. Yes, that he is not only in charge and he knows what he's doing. He's also taking care of. And, 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 and cleaning and fixing and uh, uh, as, as the, 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 the sharing that Elizabeth shared with us, the C.S. Lewis, beautiful sharing, right? That he just like, he's actually, he wants to, even if he destroys, <laughs> but when he's destroying, he's building what? A beautiful mansion, right? So even, even if his hand is really hard sometimes and I feel like he's actually destroying that house, he has another plan. He has a bigger plan, bigger, beautiful, beautiful uh, building that, that's waiting. Okay. So with that, let's let's start with, with today. Um, again, chapter three, and I'll, I'll continue from verse, uh, just take it from verse six and continue to maybe, we'll see. Let's just read a couple of verses and see where, where, where we go from this. There's a lot to say also today. Um, so, uh, in the name of the Father and the Son, the Holy Spirit, one God. 
Hebrews 3 from verse 6. But Christ is faithful as the son over God's house, and we are his house, if indeed we hold firmly to our confidence and the hope in which we glory. And then the, the other passage. So as the Holy Spirit says, today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as you did in the rebellion during the time of testing in the wilderness, where your ancestors tested and tried me, though for 40 years they saw that what I did. That is why I was angry with that generation. I said, their hearts are always going astray and they have not known my ways. Let's just stop at this. Uh, I didn't think change it. It's maybe maybe it's not. No, this is NIV. Sorry. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Just uh, change it again. So let's read it again. Let's see if that makes some difference or not. Okay. One more time. From verse seven, therefore, as the Holy Spirit says today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your heart as in the rebellion on the day of testing in the wilderness, where your fathers put me to the test and saw my works for 40 years. Therefore, I was provoked with that generation and said, they always go astray in their heart. They have not known my ways. As I swore in my wrath, they shall not enter my rest. And then verse 12, might as well read verse 12. Take care, brothers, lest there be in any of you an evil, unbelieving heart, leading you to fall away from the living God. But exhort one another very every day, as long as it's called today, that none of you may be hardened by the deceitful, deceitfulness of sin. For we have come to share in Christ. Indeed, we hold our original confidence firm to be end. As it said, Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion. What is the one word that's repeated several times? And what else? Hmm? No. Well, we are repeated a couple of times, but what else? Rebellion. Say again. Um, I said rebellion. Rebellion is, is another word, yes, but there is another word also. Hmm? Today. Today, right? Why is that? Why is that? Yes, because it's today. Because it's today. It didn't say just repent, just, you know, take care. No, several times. Therefore, as the Holy Spirit says, today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your heart. Where your father put and then goes on again till take care, brothers, lest there is in any of you an, an evil, unbelieving heart leading you to fall away from the living God. But exhort one another every day, as long as it's called today, that none of you may be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. For we have come to, to share in Christ, if indeed we hold our original confidence. And then again, today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts in the today so this is this is a big theme of today but what's happening with 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 the full context of this of the of the text itself so again from the beginning we said that the hebrews were going under certain 
tribulation and persecution and challenges, right? So start the writer, St. Paul, as we believe in the Orthodox Church, that he is the author. He is saying that, okay, take care. Do not be uh, uh, under the pressure and, and, and go and leave Christ because there is nobody better than Christ. Christ is better than, and we took, you know, better than the, 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 the angels, better than Moses, better than the uh, law, better, better than the prophets. He is better than, he is better than, right? As if he's telling them, there is no other way. Don't try to find your own way and don't try to find your own uh, excuse and own justification of whatever you do to find a way for salvation. There is no other way other than Jesus himself, right? And then he goes on the, 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 the last part, what we talked about, that because of that, he, that's the reason he became a man, right? Because then, as we said in, in chapter two, verse 11, that uh, he is not ashamed to call us, brothers, right? He's not ashamed to call us brothers. And moved on with that also more even to the end of chapter two, that was, since he was tempted, he also can help. And we said help, meaning the one that rushes to help a crying baby, to lift him up and to, to snatch him from, from, from whatever and to bring him because he went through all those things, right? And then you go on, as it goes on again with in chapter three, as we said last time, that because of all that, remember that we have what kind of, of calling Heavenly calling, remember? We have the, the heavenly calling. We have that, that most, again, better than any other calling, right? We have that heavenly calling, and that's why we said what in two weeks ago? Consider Jesus, consider him, think about him, talk about him, think of him all the time, keep him on your side all the time. Consider Jesus because he is two things. He is what? Apostle and, and high priest. Yes, thanks, Nora, for that uh, caricature thing. So, so it's, it's remember that he is, consider him because he is apostle. He is the one that's bringing the message and bringing God to you. And he's also the high priest that will always bring you to God and will always offer himself for you. And because of that, remember, because he is this and he is that, he is also that, as we talked last week, he is the builder. He is the, he, as we said last week, that every Body can have what in verse four, as we said this last time. Let's read it again. For every house has a builder, but the builder of all of all things is God. And we, we, we took a lot of time in this because this is very important. And the significance of this, if the, the significance of this again is what that you can have your own mind, your own planning, your own whatever. You can build your own house as much as you can, but at the end of the day, remember that's what the builder of all is is God. Don't forget that. The builder of all is God. And because of that, he is the one that is faithful on that building and for that building. So based on all this comes verse seven, wherefore or therefore, actually it's wherefore in the original, which means based on what's, we, we, we noticed this before again in, in, in chapter two, beginning of chapter two, right? Based on what has been said, now, it's your job. So this is, this is the passage today. Based on all what we've said, based on all what we have concluded, that he is better, that he is higher, that he's the builder, that he's faithful. Now, be careful, basically. And you see that the tone is, is, is changing a little bit, right? From, from, from exhortation and from uh, explaining who God is and who Christ is and who, all those things into, into what, what, what do you sense from the tone here in this verse? Therefore, as the Holy Spirit says today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your heart 
as in the rebellion. What do you sense from that tone? Hmm? Urgency, exactly, exactly. Why is it urgent, Yusuf? Peter, Peter, yes, 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 yes. This is the final hour. There is an urgency. Yusuf is saying that that you can sense from the tone that there is an urgency. What else? You can sense something else from the tone also, from switching the tone into 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 that specific passage. What else? Um, so Abuna, he so so far mostly. He's been talking. Yes, go ahead. So, uh, sorry if I interrupted anyone. Uh, so, uh, no, go ahead. <laughs> mostly, um, he's been talking about uh, our Lord Jesus Christ, and and now, yeah. you know, it, uh, and now he's 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 shifting more um, towards, you know, uh, the the Hebrews. So because mm. uh, no matter how great God is. You know, he's. I think he's emphasizing that we we have the free will to accept or reject him. Mm. And yes, Th that's a great point, Albir. Yes, thank you. That he's shifting and 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 the 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 scene from them now taking them back again to what to the wilderness, right? What happened in the wilderness? They're going in a circle, right? The people of Israel, God want, wanted to, to rescue them and save them and brought them out of, 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 of Egypt. They were, they were in Egypt for how many years? In Egypt, 400. 400 years in Egypt, four years in the wilderness. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I'm confusing you. After 400 years, now it's the time and he sent them Moses and sent them, you know, all the might and the power in order to, to defeat Pharaoh and all his chariots and all those things. And he's bringing them out of the land of Egypt, going into the land of the promised land. But then what happened? They did this and this. So now he's, he's, he's changing the scene from talking to them into like, remember what happened before. So in a way, as, as Darin is saying, he's warning them. It's a very, very, very big warning. Like, hey, remember. Because right there, it says that what? I was not pleased. I was not pleased. I was angry. God is angry. And God, you know, as you said before, he's not angry. I mean, we are provoking him, as it says right there. Right? So we are the one like, I've done this and done this and done that. And then at the end of the day, how many times I said, no, just follow me. Just be with me. I'll get you out of there. I'll, 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 I'll get you to the promised land. But you don't want to. So the end is actually... As we said before, it's not punishment, it's just what the consequences of what you've done. Remember? And we talked about this one time before that, that the, the, the wrath or the anger is not the anger, it's actually God is not, is not angry, God is visiting, right? And based on what status you are, that visit is either a good visit or a bad visit, right? So, so he tells that that's what's happening exactly, that I will come and visit you. But because you are rebellion, because you don't want to do anything that I want you to do, then that visit will be what? A punishment for you because you can't, you can't just go on with that. So 
So th th that's what's happening here, that, that, that St. Paul is switching from talking to them on the, about the, 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 the current situation into taking their mind back again to, the, to, the, to that big story of the fathers, right? But what else is he trying to do also here? If, before we go into that, into that passage itself, in verse 7, again, the passage, the beginning of today's passage. Therefore, as the Holy Spirit says, today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your heart as in the rebellion on the day of testing in the wilderness. So, first of all, as we said, why today? Why today? Redeem the time. Today, because we don't know if there is tomorrow, right? So the idea, okay, what? Ah, tomorrow, you know. I'll, I'll, I'll repent tomorrow, I'll, I'll start tomorrow, I'll pray tomorrow. You know, I haven't been praying for a while and, and you know what? It's a long day today, so let's just wait till tomorrow, right? The problem is, number one is not guaranteed. Number two is, we don't know if tomorrow is coming or not, right? So that's, that's the idea of redeem the time, right? Redeem the time. So he is saying today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your heart. He's actually, St. Paul here is, is quoting Psalm 95. And, and by saying, therefore, as, why did he say, therefore, as the Holy Spirit says, not therefore, as the Psalm says, or as the prophet says, or whatever? Why do you think? In a way, yes, because that's what he's been talking about. That he's saying that to refer that God is bigger, God is better than, as we said before. So in a way, he's, he's talking to, to Jewish people, to Hebrew, to the Hebrews, and he's trying to tell them that what you've heard from David in the Psalm that you are aware of, very good, it's actually written by whom? By the Holy Spirit. Right? And this is another, another example also of, of, of proving that the scriptures are by the Holy Spirit. So here he's referring to verse to Psalm 95, verse 7 and 8. But here he's saying that therefore, as the Holy Spirit says, today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your heart as in the rebellion. So comes the question, comes the question is, is and we probably talked about this before, but to make it more, more practical also, how can we really you know, in, in, in what way does the Spirit speak to us and saying, in saying to us every day, today, if you hear his voice? Today, if you hear his voice. What is, what is that? How can I continuously, every day, hear that voice that says, today, if you hear his voice? The scripture is number one, definitely, right? Through, through the reading. Through what else? Circumstances, surroundings, surroundings. I was just reading this with a with a group of uh, discipleship in Nigeria yesterday. I meet with them every Thursday, and we're talking about the discipleship and of, of the book of Saint Anthony, the life of Saint Anthony. That the discipleship is not not only going under a person and and learning from the person, but there's another kind of discipleship that Saint Anthony actually used a lot, which is discipleship to that nature, to the surroundings, to the circumstances that he's learning from everything. When he sees a monk that comes to visit him and he's walking for a long time, that's a discipleship for him from St. Anthony himself. He's learning something from that. 
when you see somebody that is praying, he's learning from that. When you see, you know, the, 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 the nature, he's learning from that, right? And that's exactly in his story. He even learned from the woman that was rebuking him because she was bathing and he was telling her, how could you bathe here in front of a monk? It's like, you know what? If you are a monk, what are you doing here? <laughs> Go to the wilderness. So, so that's, that's, that's another thing that we sometimes we, 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 we miss because our senses are not tuned into the voice of the, of the spirit. So we, we pass along too many things without noticing the voice. Yes, Doreen. Right. Definitely. So big, big part what Dreen is saying with the story of St. Anthony, I just said that, that that's because of his humility. He was able to say that this voice actually was for me. He couldn't, he could have said, you know what, who are you to rebuke me or something like, I know better, but I am Anthony, you know, what are you talking about? But no, he took this as a voice from God himself, right? right? That's exactly also, the, there's a story about David in the Old Testament about that. Remember that? Anybody remembers that, that story from David when he, when, when he learned from, from a person? When he was coming back and then there's a person called Shami Ben Gira and then he started to, 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 to stone him and to curse him. And the people said, okay, let us go and kill him. He said, no, 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 God sent him to me. And he's cursing me because this is God's voice to me. And he took that as, as actually that as a blessing, as God is actually sending him somebody to, to, to rebuke him and to make him aware and make him alert and make him uh, attentive to God's voice, right? So in, in how can we use this in our life? Like this particular example of, of people that might say something wrong to us or something and instead of reacting and, and defending, like how can we actually take this as maybe God wants to send me a message to that person? Even though I hate that person, I just don't even wanna look at his or her voice or face. But how can I take this as not, maybe, maybe that's right. Maybe God wants to send me a message to that. It needs a lot of effort, okay? And humility. And humility, definitely. To accept somebody that's like, what? no, this is actually, I need to learn. I need to learn. Always in the real position. That, that's a great point, Ned, because by nature, we always, even if you notice, you know, we're always interrupting each other, right? If somebody starts just to say something, no, 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 you are the one, right? Yes, yeah. <laughs> you don't know anything, right? And you, you're very, rushing into not even taking the time to say what he's saying listen to what he's saying or to think yes definitely right away that re that reaction and that that defensive reaction and shutting down the person that's trying to say like hey come maybe god really wants to tell you something wants to send you something right it's exactly like you know imagine if, if you, you know if you wake up in the morning and and you're you know, you know, and you're not, uh, you know, you're not in your best uh, look or anything. And then you look at the mirror and you see yourself and you get mad and then break the mirror. Like, you're crazy. Like, why are you breaking the mirror? You know, it's not the mirror, it's you. 
right? <laughs> it's the same thing. It's the same thing. So that person that's coming to me and, you know, we have a problem with, with accepting criticism, right? I used to have a, um, when I first came to the US, I was working at, as a housekeeper at Marriott, downtown Minneapolis. I used to have a manager. Uh, he, was, he was just like, he was giving me, giving me hard time all the time. He was actually Egyptian and he did not finish his uh, medical degree, degree. And then he went into, into uh, the hotel business. And he knew that I'm a pharmacist and I'm working. This is just gonna temporary thing. And, and you know, I, will, I will leave them after you know, a year or so after I get my, my, uh, my degree and my, uh, my license. So he would give me hardest time ever. He would go like, okay, in the beginning I was actually a housekeeper, so I would like clean rooms. And then he would go again after me and inspect. And then, you know, it's Marriott, it's like, you know, it's five stars, it's business center in downtown Minneapolis. So, so he would walk in and then see, for example, the, 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 the comfort, the, 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 the bedspread is, is little bit not in, 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 in line. There's crooked, like, and then he calls me and asked me to redo the whole thing again. And it's crazy, like you would really, really push me to the point of like, like I wanna kill you. <laughs> and then he brings me down to the office later and goes, you know what, I'm doing this for your own good. And you have to, 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 to differentiate between critique and criticism. Till this moment, I can't differentiate with both, <laughs> both of them. But, but, you know, in a way that taught me something. It was very, very humiliating, <laughs> very humiliating, you know, come and then you know, look at the mirror of the, of the dresser or something. There's like a tiny little spot that I, nobody can see, you know, there is. And it would make a big deal out of it. You no, know, we have executive uh, level here and all our customers are business people. And if they see this, they will ask for a, a, a upgrade and we will be losing money and this is all your fault. You're, So anyway, but, uh, <laughs> but that really, really kind of, kind of made, made a huge difference in my life because I had to take that, you know, I had no other option. Otherwise I would just, you know, you know walk out and, and, and lose my job. But meanwhile, it gave me, that, gave me that, that, that heart and that personality that I can actually take and learn. And that's fine, that's really, yes. If I can then go back again to the room and look through his lenses, yes, I can see that this is crooked and this is not clean and this is this and this is this and this. And, and it built that in me. <laughs> we weren't made at that time yet. <laughs> but it's really, it's really something that this is what he's trying to say that today, if you hear his voice, the voice of the Lord is always trying to do what? To correct, right? To correct. And to, to point out at something. And definitely sometimes he is, is that nice voice that's like encouraging lifting up, but it, both together. Sometimes we have a selective hearing, right? We want to hear him only when he says what? Yes, and good job, and you're the best. But you don't want to hear him when he says, no, go re-clean the room again, <laughs> right? So that, that's another thing. Therefore, as the Holy Spirit says, today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion. What do you think, going back again to this point, because I, I don't want to leave this point actually, because there is a lot to, to say about it. What made the Israelites harden their hearts? 
So we know that they were in Egypt, they were under the, 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 the boots of Pharaoh, as they say, they were under the slavery and they were complaining and then they were able finally to run away and to go and to, 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 to be away from that. But then they, they, they didn't continue with that. So what, what, what do you think? What made them harden their hearts? No patience, right? They wanted, like, once they start to, to, to struggle and to get lost and to, okay, they always, like, okay, we want something now. Okay, that's a good point. And, and as we say this, relate those things to ourselves, right? And see how that is affecting our own hearts. Speak up a little bit. There's no hope. Right. Yes. Yes, definitely. So, so wanting things to change right away, even our spiritual life, right? Okay, I, I, I promise God I'm going to do things. I'm going to start to do this and that. And then, you know, okay, I've been praying for a couple of days and I'm still the same, right? I, I can't see anything. Or I'm still falling into the same sin that I've been struggling with for all my life. <laughs> and it's back again and again and again and again. Right. And then you, you, your heart starts to be hard, calloused. What else? Anthony? Forgetful. Forgetting. Forgetting what God has been working with us, forgetting how the story of, 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 of the salvation and everything. Yes, Thomas. Uh, unbelief and uh, disobedience. Mm. Um, I think if you remember what was happening, like the children of Israel would say, after God blesses them with a lot of food, right? Yes. They say words like, oh, we remember the fish that we ate in Egypt. Right. right? Yes. So not really appreciating all that God gave to them. So they have this belief that mm. God is going to end up providing something better. Better, right. So that's right. probably a, a huge reason. It is. It is. It is not believing that he is able and willing, that he is better than, right? And that's why, again, they want to go to their old things, because they don't better than them. That's, by the way, that, that's, that's a very, very, very practical point, because a lot of times you know, coming to Christ and leaving behind a certain life, a lot of times we think that we're always what? Losing. So we, exactly to your point, Thomas, that we don't believe that actually he is willing to give better than our previous life, right? I'm gonna change, I'm not gonna do this and this and that, I'm gonna, and then I think of God that is what? It's more, it's like, it's like torturing, right? Like I have to, I have to, I have to quit doing this, I have to stop doing that, I have to do all those things. So I'm not, I can't, I don't have the belief that he's actually willing to provide, provide better, more, right? Okay, what else? Yes. Can you guys hear Nether? 
Not really. Okay. Yes. You're saying it's important to write everything that happens to you or especially those moments where you feel changing or like lessons that you were learning. Yes. Because when you forget, God tends to remind you again. Mm. But every time he reminds you, it's harder than the first time. Mm. You're going to reach a point that where God has to put you into a very or like allow something very hard because he cares about you that much. So that every time you keep forgetting, he wants you back to him. Mm. And that watches you get harder. Harder. Mm. Yes. Thank you, Nader. Nader is saying if you couldn't hear him, that that listening to to a podcast by uh, Rick Warren, Purpose Driven Life, and how you're supposed to to write down things like how and this is what we what actually what we most of you've been doing probably having a, a journal and, and and a daily daily time to write down God's work with you and God's. Uh, uh, way of dealing with, with, with us on a daily basis. Because every time we, if we don't remember, God will try to remind us later on and sometimes by, by, by another harder thing than the beginning, right? So, so it's, it's, it's definitely another, and, and, and you can see this from the people of Israel, how the, yes, and, and, and that's why actually the Lord, when he talks to them several times, like, have you forgotten? Like, right, <laughs> he's trying to remind them that he, here's what I've done with you. Here's what I've done with you. So all those things, all those things are very, very important things to, to, to understand, you know, what, what causes the heart to be hard, what hardens the heart, right? And, and you know, if we, if, we, if, we, if we are aware of those things, I think it, it's, 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 it's practical to, to, to identify them, right? And to know that, okay, these are the things that I need to actually take an action in order to prevent that heart from being harder. Mm. It's funny when you look at this, actually, that, uh, that the text itself, that uh, you see he's bringing two things. He's bringing two things. Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your heart as in the rebellion on the day of testing in the wilderness. So here are two things. What are those two things? The rebellion and the wilderness. What are those? What, what does he mean by that? The rebellion and the testing, I'm sorry. The rebellion and the testing. What is the rebellion, first of all? Do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion. What is that? When they rebelled against Moses. Okay. That is one of them, yes. But what, what, what does that mean to us? Opposing God. Okay, how can we oppose God? Okay. The voice is clear, but we decide to do them things that are most convenient to us. Okay. Hmm? Because of, of being impatient, we don't give him enough time to to finish the building again. Remember, right? So we we, we rush things and we, we we cut things probably in the middle of the process itself, and then and then that becomes that uh, 
in a way we are resilient. Mm. What else? What else? The the the. If I hear the or, or if in a, in another translation you can see the 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 the, the word as uh, provocation. What does provocation mean? <laughs> I can never translate that. <laughs> that stuff is okay. <laughs> provocation. Hmm? Popping the bear. Poking the bear. Okay. Okay. I like that. Yes, yes. And what happens when you poke the beer? <laughs> Good luck, exactly. So why is that word important? Why am I stopping at that word? The, the rebellion is actually, it's right there. Mariba, Mariba, even in Arabic it says, in Ashat or film, Yom Mariba. What is Mariba? Mariba is that provocation, which means what? Exactly, exactly. And where does it come from? Huh? For us, where, 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 what will provocate? What will be that poking? <laughs> yes, to us first. Our pride, our surroundings, our, what else? Okay, but it's, there's one common thing. What, what in ourselves? Thoughts, thoughts. And that's, that's very important to understand this because here, that what, 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 what he's trying to say is, is actually, let me bring this actual translation here, I'll put it on the screen for you guys. That what he's trying to say that, that, that the, 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 uh, they were provoked themselves by the thoughts and because of that, they provoked whom? God. So where does the rebellion come in? Back again to the rebellion. Where does it come from? From the thoughts, right? And can we control our thoughts? We hope so, <laughs> right? Yes, yes, we can control our thoughts. We cannot control, as we always say before, we cannot control what comes to our thoughts, but we can control what, how, what, 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 how are we dealing with that, right? So here, what he's saying here, and that's why I'm trying to bring this up because it's, it's, it's really important to understand this. Harden not your heart as in the provocation and in the day of temptation in the wilderness. As in the provocation, their thoughts were what? Provocative in a way. Why? Because of all what we just said before, right? We, 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 we don't trust, we forget, we don't have patience, all those things. So we try to start to do what? It all started from the thought, right? What did they, what did they, what did they say right away at the time? We long to Egypt, right? We long to the meat and to the onion and to the watermelon, <laughs> right? It's a thought, right? 
here you go. Like, I'm just like, I, I got you out of this with a pillar of light and with a cloud. And I, I brought you water out of the rock. I, you've seen by your own eyes, the Pharaoh and all his chariots drowning in the Red Sea as we keep singing and singing. And after all this, you're telling me now that you long for the, for the, for the onions and for the meat. And for, like, are you serious? <laughs> So you, you had the thought and, 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 and that was very, very uh, 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 striving and very um, uh, moving you to, to, rebel, to rebel, to rebel. But you never thought of anything. You never thought of the consequences. You never thought of whatever I have done for you. You just took the thought and did what? And, and, and became very vocal about it. And not only vocal about it, you became what also? You, you act based on that thought. Say again? Yes. Right, but, but it came from the thought first. And that's what I was saying. Last Sunday is is which one drives which? Your desires drive your thoughts, or your thoughts drive your desires. If I'm not paying attention, if I'm not aware, if I don't have patience, if I all those things that you just talked about, then definitely I will be driven by my what? By my desires. The, my thoughts will be driven by my desires. That's what I want to say, right? And it became it was become as what? Rebellion. So that's why this, this, this verse is, again, he's bringing back Psalm 95 in order to, to put them in the actual, actual status, actual position, actual thing that exactly happened with your forefathers. Yes, Yusuf. So I was thinking the rebellion Yes. Okay. Or like something like in that manner, but they were there for like 400 years. So maybe as a part of their rebellion, they were doing things opposing God's will because they were like, well, let's use like. But, but the rebellion was after he, they got out of Egypt, not while they were in Egypt. He got them out of Egypt. He gave them the, the manna, he gave them the meat, he gave them the water, he gave them everything. Hmm? That was part of it. But even after that, even after, so we have, we have, you know, throughout the four years, we have different incidents of them being rebellion. It's not just the one time. It's not just the one time that he was up on the mountain and they couldn't see him. And then they, they made the, the, the golden calf and start to worship. But several times after this, they did the same thing. So it wasn't that, that God was even leaving them, no. And that's why if you read this more and more and more, you see that again, God is always reminding them that I am the God, the father of your fathers who brought you out of Egypt to the mighty hand. And he keeps saying the same thing throughout the whole Old Testament. That I never left you. I never let you down. Well, I don't mean that God left them. Okay. I think they felt or sensed or had an idea that God let them 
they didn't preach the final slander. They didn't repeat what they wanted and these and these and these. So like we know and we are aware that God is with us and has always been with us. But sometimes we get that idea and that perception that God has forsaken us. But I think that could cause I agree, and that's why I'm saying it's a thought. So the thought is not always a bad thought of 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 lust or whatever. No, the thought is again, as as Thomas was saying earlier, the thought of disbelief, the thought of 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 uh, doubting his existence, the thought of that he will ever get me out of this, right? And that's what provokes all those things. Yes, Thomas. So you have to recall that Pillar of fire yeah. in the cloud, yes. So never the, exactly. Exactly. So they always knew that God was there, but like again, is your mind controlling your thoughts? Mm. Right? The Bible says out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks. Mm. So whatever it is that you are already created in your mind, right? You caused it to be like you accepted it to be like that, right? So you start Right. That's a great point, Thomas, which is he never he, he never left them physically. He was with them all the time. The pillar of fire and the and the and the cloud was always there. Actually, the 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 the, the, the ancient uh, Hebrew or Jewish sage that actually the rock was actually moving with them. It was the same rock. It wasn't like every every time they want water, there's another. No, it's one, the one, the, that rock. And that's what St. Paul talks about. And the rock followed them, and the rock was Jesus. So the understanding that, that it's actually it's the one rock that kept following them, giving them the water for 40 years. Hmm? Didn't know oh, he didn't know. Well, now we know. <laughs> <laughs> But it's 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 really really, and that's that's what we're talking about this because it's really an eye opener for all of us, right? When 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 God keeps walking with us and keeps talking with us and keeps showing us Himself, himself and and doing everything, and because of you know the one thing that we didn't like or the one thing that we are we we, we we're not really believing in or anything, we're just like everything falls apart. Every fall, everything falls apart. And that's exactly what he's telling them. Again, he's in a way, we talked about the tone that is, is urgency, that is warning, but there's also a tone of what, of begging them, please today do that. So not just out of anger and out of like, hey, if you didn't do this, you will be, you know, you, you receive God's wrath. But in a way I can feel a tone of what, of begging, like, please don't, don't do like what your fathers did. Because at the end of the day, they didn't enter the rest. And I don't want this to happen to you. So he's in a way begging them, like, please don't waste the time and don't delay and don't be, be over, overwhelmed by everything else. And because of that, you stop seeing and you stop hearing his voice. Uh, and that's why Yes, Stephanie, go ahead. I have a question. <laughs> Yes, go ahead. Um, let's see. I, I have to go back to the past. When when it mentions about not entering into his rest, what what does that mean? I'm kind of curious about. Right. So again, he's 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 
reciting Psalm 95, which talks about the actual uh, people of Israel when they, when they were wandering in the wilderness and were not able to go to the, or to enter into the promised land, which is his rest. So the rest is the promised land, literally. But figuratively, the rest is what? Is Christ, is, is him, right? So the promised land at that time where they actually didn't, weren't able to go to the promised land. Now the promised land for the rest is what? In him, because that's what he said, right? Come to me all who you are and you will find rest. So that rest that he's talking about St. Paul now is come to Christ. Instead of wandering, instead of being rebellion, instead of being uh, 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 tempting God and asking and putting him into that into the situation of like, are you really there or not? Because if you keep doing this and if you don't take the chance today, you are never gonna go to the, enter into the rest. And in a, in a very, very practical way, that's exactly how we do and how we feel and how we live when we are away from God and we're never finding what? Rest. We're always what? Worried, anxious, nervous, not, not, not even enjoying the things that we do. Right? And why is that? Because at the end, we are not hearing his voice. We're not trusting him. And that's why here it says, you know, if, if, if I go back again to verse six, that we are his house. If we, what? Holding steadfast to, if somebody can read verse six again. To the end. Why is he saying you to the end? Because of exactly what he's talking about, because they did not hold fast to the end. So he's, he's, he's bringing the same point again. If indeed we hold fast our confidence and our boasting in our hope, and then till the end, till the end. So that's what he's talking about. That's why these verses are very, 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 very important and very, very, uh, it, it awakes our hearts, it really causes our heart to, 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 to be awake. Because if we are relaxed, if we are not paying attention, if we are not listening, if we are whatever, that verse today, it comes like, you know what, today is the day. Today is the day. Today, if you hear his voice, not hard in your hearts. Because I don't know if there's tomorrow or not. Because the more you are doing this, the more you become more what hardened and hardened and hardened. Yes. Yes. It just exactly, exactly. It becomes harder and harder. And we all we all been there before. You know, you, if you don't catch yourself without praying, you know, after a day or two, and then that two days becomes a week, and a week becomes a month, and then a month become, whoa! I can't even remember when was the last time I opened my Bible, and when I don't know where to start from anymore. Right? Like it's been too much, too long. Uh, it's very hard. Yes, yes, live the moment, exactly. And that's another reason why he said that today, because we are living the moment. We're living the moment. And a lot of times because of the past, we are forgetting the 
the moment because we are living in the past. Remember when we said that a lot of times we, what we defines us is our past. And because of the past, that becomes the huge big block between me and between actually seizing the time and seizing the moment today, if you hear this. Definitely, definitely. The more the consistency makes us more aware, more in tune, more sensitive, more able to fight, right? Mm. Right, right. Yes. Yusuf is saying, you know, that, that the voice of God is always whispering. You remember Elijah? The story of Elijah? He's not in the in the big storm, he's not in the earthquake, he's not he's a very soft whispering voice. And that's why, because you want that intimate relationship, just like personal in your ears. I want you. I want you, but I want you today, not tomorrow. I want you today, not tomorrow. Today, if you hear his voice, not hard in your heart as in the rebellion on the day of testing. In the last thing I'm gonna quick just mention here that the last thing is the wilderness. The wilderness. It's interesting when you look at the wilderness, the actual name, the, the word in the Old Testament, the same word is used for both speech and for wilderness. The bar, the bar is, is, is the matter, is the, is the, is the word. And uh, the, the, the bar also is the wilderness, which, which makes you think of what? What is the link between, between the words and the speech and between the wilderness as a, as a, as a, as a desert? You get lost in the thoughts because your, th your, your words are basically expression of what? Of your thoughts, right? So that same word can be, can be not just the speech, the speech can become what to you? Wilderness, desert, you get lost. Or if we're not paying attention, whatever we say will actually drag us into it. If it's not, it depends on what speech it is, what kind of words they are, right? If we're not really paying attention and, 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 and using what God wants us to, 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 to spread and out of, as we just said, out of the, of the heart, of the abundance of the heart, then, what come out will actually be a reason for what? For dryness, for dryness, right? It's, it's, it's amazing when you look into, the, into the, the, ling the linguistic and see exactly like, why is that? Like, why is the same word mean, mean both this and that, right? I'll bring it up here so you can see exactly. I'm not, uh, I'm not making up things, but uh, yes, I'll uh, share it right now, but here it is. Uh, midbar, the word itself would be dabar, which is the same word uh, in in both uh, to speak to declare. Let me let me share this with you. Here we go. Bear with me. There you go. 
last thing before we conclude today. So the same word to speak, to declare, to converse, and also to, to lead away or to, 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 to get into, into a, a kind of like a, like a wilderness place. So it's, it's what you say can get you into either wilderness or, or, or pasture. Because the same word again is used, used for both, as it says here. Midbar, which is wilderness, pasture, uh, mouth. So it's, it's kind of like, like, like all over, right? But those things are actually very, very what, very related to each other. In the wilderness, you find the pasture and the best pasture are in the wilderness, right? And, and you have the meaning of the pasture when it is found in the, in the wilderness, that oasis that you find in the middle of the wilderness. And whether it's the pasture or the wilderness, it's all depending on what, what you say. And what you say is, is an expression of what you, what you think. So as if we have, we have the control, whether we actually lead ourselves into the desert, into the wilderness, or into the pasture. We have the control to be rebellious and to tempt and to do all those things, or to actually take the word of God and hear the word of God and make that a reason for us to do what? To continue our relationship and to have a strong relationship with him. So that's why today is, is very, very important and very important text actually. Which, which, which is very uh, uh, awakening, very awakening. Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your heart as in the rebellion on the day of testing in the wilderness, where your fathers put me to the, to the, to the test and saw my works for 40. See, it's right there, Yusuf. And saw my works for 40 years. They saw my work for 40 years. Maybe I wasn't there for 400 years, but now, and again, that's, that's one big reason for not to dwell on the, on the past. The 400 years are gone. They have their own reasons. There was a reason for that. There was a purpose for that. Forget about it. We're now. We're now. Don't keep dwelling in the past. Don't keep beating yourself because of the past. Today is the voice and today is the day. And saw my works for 40 years. Therefore, I was provoked. As they provoked me, I was provoked. <laughs> right? With that generation said, they always go astray in their hearts. They have not known my ways. Oh, as I swear in my wrath, they shall not enter my rest. And then again, take care brothers, lest there be in any of you an evil, unbelieving God. Here is what we've been talking about for the last hour. Those are the reasons, right? So he brings it back again as a conclusion. There, lest there be an evil, unbelieving heart, leading you to fall away from the living God. But exhort one another every day, again, every day, as long as it's called, what, today, as long as it's called today, that none of you may be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin, for we have come to share in Christ, if indeed we hold our original confidence firm to the end. Again, to the, to the end, to the end. It's, it's just a beautiful, beautiful section of, of the epistle and just very, very awakening, very awakening that today do that. Why? Because you know what? My work is right there, because my voice is always there. And then he gives the remedy. Do not be disbelieved. Do not, do not fall into that. Exhort yourself, encourage yourself. Remember, remind yourself. Since today is called what? Today. 
And then the last thing I want to say in, in verse 14, I don't know if it's, it's, it's clear here in, the, in, the, in this translation, but, uh, but in Arabic it's actually that we became um, partakers of Christ. What does it say here in, in verse 14? Mm, yes, yes, we share, right? For we have come to share in Christ, to share in Christ. The actual actually is partakers in Christ, that we are, we are one in Christ, right? Uh, look at it here real quick, make sure that this is. For we have come to share in Christ. That's, that's the, hold fast the beginning of the servant at the end. Partakers, yes, this partakers of Christ, not just to share. Partakers means what? United with Him, one with Him. We have the same. We have the same thing. That we are, we are one with Him, sharing and partaking, partners, partners with Him. So, so let's 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 keep this in mind. Let's take this for for the rest of the week. As far as again, today is the day. Today is the day. Do not harden your heart. I think it's a good thing to be aware throughout the week is like, what is it that makes our heart hard? And on the other side, what, what, what is it that makes our heart what? Soft, what softens the heart? What awakes our heart, right? And, and, and definitely you can, you, can, you, can, you can look at both and you can realize and you can see the, the impact of that on when the heart is, is, is awake all the time, you'll never, Never skip that chance that today is the day. Today is the day. Questions? Okay. Um, next Friday is the 6th. I'll be actually coming back from travel and we'll come back late at 7 o'clock or so. So probably, not probably, let's, let's, uh, let's, uh, postpone next Friday and then we'll, we'll, we'll continue on the on the following Friday, God willing. So the sixth, uh, I'll be just coming, just landing around seven o'clock or so, so it won't be, it will be hard to, to, to do that. So let's uh, skip Friday and continue the following. Give you more, more two weeks to experience. One week for the hardening and one week for the softening <laughs> of the heart, okay? All right, let's pray. Any questions, any comments? In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, one God. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you, Lord, for your love, Lord, for your always, Lord, to speak in our hearts and our minds, Lord, that today is the day that do not harden your heart, Lord, as you've done in the in the rebellion, Lord. Uh, I pray, Lord, that you awake your heart always, Lord, your, your spirit, your words, your scripture, everything, Lord, your creation, Lord, that you created, become a reason for us to 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 soften the heart and to awaken the heart, as you promised, Lord, that you would remove the heart of stone and put heart of flesh, Lord, that uh, your Holy Spirit, Lord, will renew, will revive, Lord, that uh, we, are, we are sensitive to your word, sensitive to ourselves, to each other, Lord. Praying that you can continue that work with each one of us, Lord, uh, allow these words to be a reason for our uh, edification, for our revival, Lord, for our uh, uh, renewal every day, Lord, that we, we live and we find that rest, Lord, that we're looking for. We, we're, we're always, Lord, uh, catching lord and and, and and trying to catch the trust and everything else but we can never find it but we'll find it only in you lord but only when our hearts are softened lord. thank you for for the message for 
for the fellowship, for everything. Hear our prayers, Lord. Be with everyone, those who are away from you, those who do not want you. Soften the hearts of everyone, Lord, that uh, we all become uh, one body, Lord, uh, together, Lord, enjoying your priesthood and your heart, your heart, uh, your fatherhood, and, and you as the, as the head of the of the body, Lord. The prayers of all your saints, Lord. hear us from you, our Father who art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. Give us this day, Lord. Give us your temptation. Amen. The Father, Son, the Holy Spirit, one God. Go in peace. Thank you, guys. Good to see you. Thank you, Abuna. You're welcome. See you in two weeks. Safe travels. Thanks, Abuna. Thanks, Safe travels. Hi, Jordan. Good to see you. Yeah. Have a good night. Bye.